10 to 1, episode 110. Top 10 candy bars. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. And yeah. today, we are joined by a repeat guest. It's Tim Benzel. Hey, Tim. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here again. Yeah. Uh, was it Disney songs that we did with you last time? I believe so. Yeah. When we saw the, the softer hearts that you guys have, the softer sides. I had the song of the roustabouts, so I don't know what you're talking about. We'll just leave the uh, song that I had for the listeners. <laughs> anyway, so tonight's uh, episode, I think, is a lot more exciting than the Disney songs. That one was fine, but we're moving on to bigger, greater things. And tonight, we are talking about candy bars. We have done exhaustive research. Well, not completely exhaustive. There were a few that we really tried to uh, sample and we just couldn't find in our local area. And we'll we'll, we'll mention those eventually. Uh, but we ate 41 candy bars tonight. Well, not tonight. Over the period of a, a week and a half or so? No. It seemed like that. Close to a month. It was... When you take the amount of weeks. days, yeah. It was at least two weeks. Anyway, so uh, we ate that many candy bars... Just for you, the fans, the listeners, mm -hmm. so that you can know truly what to spend your money on. We've always said, you know, don't feel guilty if you're going to have uh, calories, you know. If, if, you're, if you're deciding that you really want some calories, don't feel guilty about it. Just go embrace it. Now you know what you're going to know what the good stuff is. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about how we... Well, first... Tim, as the guest, why don't you tell us why you're qualified to talk about candy bars? What are your candy bar credentials? Well, my candy bar credentials are I've got a sweet tooth, and I tend to find where all the uh, donut shops or cake shops are in the town that I'm going to be in before I find out anything else. So, I mean, I guess you could say, I've, I've, and even growing up, I've always had a, a sweet tooth and, you know, just cleaning up uh, in the kitchen with just sugary uh, confections and things like that. So, I mean. Yeah, that's Tim, all right. Good qualifications, Tim. All right, so let's talk about what we brought to the table as we were uh, trying out all these candy bars. So we usually did about three a night. We would split the candy bar into thirds. Uh, we would, we had uh, little shot glasses. So we'd have milk in between the candy bars, cleanse the palate. And, uh, you know, made sure the lights were dimmed, made sure we, we had a uh, good, good mood lighting, but what mindset did you have coming in? Were there things that you knew you weren't going to like? Like, for example, did you not like, you did not like peanuts or something like that? What, what was kind of your mindset going into this? I guess you could say the more chewy candy bars are sometimes a bit of a turnoff because it takes hard, it takes longer to get through them. Mm -hmm. They've the the company has focused more energy on just uh, making it chewier and rather than working on the flavor so much. So that that's my take on on those types of candy bars. 
Yeah, so I have to say, this has definitely been one of the most fun episodes to prepare for. Because there were, I mean, first of all, we had candy bars every night. Second of all, there were definitely some real surprises on here. We had some that I hadn't had since childhood that I was pretty sure were going to rank low and they were a big surprise for me. Others that I thought would be higher that didn't rank very high, actually. And then we tried a whole bunch of new ones, and there was just great joy in that. And I, the excitement just mounted here right towards the end, the last few days, because we, we saved some of the best for last. And that's when you really started to get some top 10 stuff. And uh, it was pretty, I mean... Exciting sounds a little weird, I guess, to you guys, but for me, I just felt thrilled each time. I was like, oh man, this is a great taste experience, and I can't wait to see where it's going to fall on the list. Okay, and then for me, coming in, uh, I mean, we've we've talked about it in our uh, flavor combinations podcast. I really like chocolate and peanut butter. I like chocolate and mint. I like... Uh, Nuts, okay. I like almonds better than peanuts. Uh, nougat, I could take or leave. Um, and I, I definitely, I, I like cookie. Uh, so I definitely had some that I came in as, you know, this is what I always say is my favorite candy bar. These are some that I've always thought of as favorites. And uh, we'll, we'll get to those. We'll see if they made it on the list, if they're honorable mentions now, if, if they dropped a bit. And uh, I think that'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see of the new ones that we tried, especially of the ones from uh, outside America, if any of those make our list. And it'll be interesting to see crossovers. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, about that? I think I'm going to have a little more crossover with Tim uh, than with you, Brian, just based on some of the comments that we were making as we were sampling the candy bars. I think overall, Tim and I had so, sort of the same tendencies, the same leanings. We will have to wait and see. It might surprise you some of the uh, some of the direction I might go with these uh, candy bars I tried. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely really curious because we talked about them as we went, and I think we're pretty much in agreement, like, for the most part, a candy bar that uh, that I really didn't like is one that you didn't, you guys really didn't like. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any like top ten candy bars uh, for any of us that the others would say they didn't like at all. Um, so it'll be interesting. It could be, I mean, it could be like eight crossovers between me and another person. It wouldn't surprise me, but it also wouldn't surprise me to just have a couple uh, just because we did try 41 different candy bars. I think we all liked most of them. And uh, so we'll, we'll just see how our, how our tastes shake out. So I will get us started. And uh, coming in for me at number 10 is a Reese's spinoff, Reese's Sticks. So Reese's Sticks are the... Uh, crispy wafer uh, version of Reese's and uh, you know it's basically that uh, if you've had a nutty bar I think it's a hostess hostess uh, snack um, those crispy peanut butter chocolate uh, bars and uh, those have a special place in my stomach uh, my first 
a full-time summer job, worked in a public affairs office, uh, doing some uh, writing newspaper articles, but mostly, uh, you know, doing more, uh, whatchamadeal, oh, like uh, kind of busy work kind of stuff and uh, editing, you know, looking for, for spelling mistakes and stuff like that. But uh, one of my uh, main things that I always made sure I did every day was go get a can of Barks Root Beer and get a Nutty Bar. And anyway, the Reese's Sticks are the Nutty Bar perfected. I mean, you got to love the Reese's Peanut Butter and uh, the Crispy Wafer is just amazing. Chocolate, peanut butter, crispy. It's great. What are you guys' thoughts on Reese's Sticks? And I, and I guess I can add, for our listeners at home, we have reference material. We have visual aids. We kept all of our candy bar wrappers. You can go see a picture of them on the show notes if you haven't already seen the picture. But uh, we're going to be pulling these out and looking at them. So just, just looking at this one makes me want to go, go crack open a, a Reese's Stick. Yeah, so fair warning, if you hear some like white noise or whatever crackling sounds in the background, that's me riffling through the box trying to get out that particular wrapper so that we can uh, remember again what what it was that we ate. But yeah, yeah, this was a good one. And I think, I think like you said, uh, there aren't any going to be any choices on anybody's list that we're going to be poo-pooing about. Uh, it was pretty, pretty clear cut most of the time if we liked or disliked something. Yeah, I would have to agree with you that the the sticks were a a surprise compared to other Reese's uh, candies that they've come out with, <laughs> especially with that uh, that wafer in there. So that was a, a very pleasant surprise. Cool. Well, that's my number 10, Reese's Sticks. All right. My number 10 is one where the brand... Definitely makes all the difference. Uh, uh, most people who know me know that I prefer dark chocolate over milk chocolate. Milk chocolate's fine, but uh, it's just nothing compared to the, the sultry richness of dark chocolate. But we had a Lindt Lindor milk chocolate truffle bar. And that's my number 10. Uh, that was silky smooth milk chocolate. And it was amazing. Like each bite you got, you'd have that. I mean, if you've ever had a Lindor truffle where that center just comes oozing into your mouth, uh, or not oozing, it pouring, and it's it's just so smooth. That's the only word for it. Um, but with bar form, it's a little bit less messy than those those balls or whatever that that you usually find the truffles as. And yeah, this one was just so incredibly good. Uh, this is probably, if I'm ever in the mood for just milk chocolate, this is what I'm going to go for. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on the, uh, I guess, the truffle kind of candy with that uh, different center than the outside. It's it's a pretty uh, unique candy, and you're not going to find it except for around uh, Valentine's or in assorted uh, candy boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is a good one. And uh, the bar version is the same as the uh, spherical uh, Lindor truffles that you might be more familiar with. And they're good. I like them a lot. If anything, they're too rich, which is odd to say. Talking about candy bars, especially talking about eating 41 candy bars in a a few weeks. Or a third of 
41 different candy bars. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's almost too much for me. You gave me so much guff the whole time we were sampling bars. Because I would say, oh, this one's too sweet. And you'd be like, yeah, that's what a candy bar is supposed to be. It's supposed to be sweet. You can't exclaim that it's too sweet, too rich. Yeah, and the ones you were talking about were less sweet than the Lindor truffle. No, it's it's perfect. My number 10, Lind- Lindor truffle. Uh, there must be nine bar. more perfect, apparently. Oh, believe me. It just gets better. All right. With my number 10, I've got one that had a really buttery smell to it and that is the butterfinger uh-huh and that one i think is pretty amazing it's a classic it's classic candy bar it's been around for a while and uh the crunch from it and the fact that it gets stuck in your teeth a little bit and you can continue to, to taste those flavors is just simply amazing and they did a a good job with the the milk chocolate too in the bar putting it all together so that's my number 10 is Butterfinger. Yeah, there were some that going into this list, we already knew that we were going to like. So it was, it was hard to not be prejudiced or biased. Um, and the Butterfinger was one of those for me. That is a good one. Butterfinger. So that's your number 10, Butterfinger? Yep, that's my number 10, Butterfinger. Awesome. So my number nine is, okay, so I might get a little bit of pushback on this one from you guys, but to me, this is a candy bar that I can eat anytime. It doesn't have to be a certain mood. Um, it doesn't have to be, um, y- you know, when I'm, when I really need a lot of sugar or when I'm really in the mood for, for a dessert. Uh, It's something you could have as a dessert, or it's something you could have as something to freshen up after a meal. Uh, I see these in restaurants a lot of times for, you know, 15 cents as I'm checking out, and I always want to grab one uh, to to, uh, make my mouth a little little more uh, minty as as I'm walking out. It's the York Peppermint Patty. And I say that this is too rich. Uh, it's a very different kind of richness than the, the Lindor truffle bar. Um, you've got the peppermint, uh, I don't even know what the white stuff exactly inside, uh, this is called, or how you exactly explain it, but it's this, uh, chewy, uh, peppermint, um, not a gel. I don't, I don't know how you, how you'd explain it. You just have to try one, I guess. Uh, but, uh, it's covered with that thin layer of dark chocolate, uh, which is perfect because, you know, with this, what I'm wanting is almost a breath mint. Uh, that's almost what I'm looking for. Instead of gum, instead of a breath mint, which I do like to chew, uh, peppermint gum. But uh, this is, I mean, if it had no sugar, this would be my ideal breath mint, my uh, breath freshener. And it's so tasty, so refreshing, and uh, perfect ratio of mint and chocolate despite what the other two will tell you. And uh, yeah, really like peppermint. Uh, that's a great flavor. And peppermint and chocolate work really well together. York perfected it. Yeah, so Tim and I have been silently shaking our heads here in the background uh, because all you can taste is the peppermint. Like, I tried 
to get just the chocolate so that I could taste it. And you can't. You can't ta- taste the chocolate at all. It's way too much mint. There's, I mean, the ratio is definitely way off on this one. They had too much mint. Now, the fact that it's dark chocolate does, is a redeeming quality, but you can hardly taste it because yeah. of the overload of mint. Yeah, I usually like milk chocolate better. Uh, just if I'm going to have just milk chocolate or just dark chocolate in a bar, I'll take milk chocolate every time. But the dark chocolate works really well here. And yeah, uh, I mean, I, I do also really like Andy's mint. Um, that one is just a hair, just a hair below. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't even really argue with someone that said uh, that they liked Andy's a little bit better. Um, but for me, York. Just a hair superior, Andy's honorable mention, and uh, yeah, chocolate and mint combined for my number nine, York Peppermint Patties. Okay, so my number nine uh, is one that I was kind of surprised to find on here. It's turtles. Turtles all the way down. (laughs) And let's see, it's milk chocolate with creamy caramel and premium pecans. I like that they found a way to describe pecans. And uh, I feel that this is what a Snickers aspires to be. Uh, it, it's it got the, the good chocolate caramel nut combo, which, which is something that a lot of candy bars do. Um, but it's the perfect amount. It's just one bite, maybe two, and you're not stuck with this whole... Um, whole bar that you got to finish, you know, sure. You open the, the wrapper and you've got maybe three or four turtle clusters, but they're all separate and you feel like I'll just have one more. And, and, and you feel like I can stop anytime I want to, but if I want to, I can also have more. It's instead of, Oh, I've, I've got to work my way through this whole long bar. So I feel like this one really, really did what it does well. Yeah, the turtles have a a really unique unique flavor to them. The caramel, I think, is probably the outstanding quality in this one because it's some of the best caramel in a lot of the candy bars that, that we went through. And uh, they did a really good job uh, bringing that up in this uh, candy bar. Nice. Yeah, for me, I like the pecans the best. I think this is the only candy bar we had with pecans Uh, i guess that's going to be a more expensive nut so that makes sense so that's not going to be as common as peanuts or even almonds and so really like that i like that it's uh subtle uh it it slowly kind of builds in flavor as you chew it and uh, it's not one that i'd had before i'd had i think i'd had like uh, the same kind of thing from like a fudge shop um but the actual brand turtles uh, I had not had until we did this podcast. So uh, it was nice to uh, get those into my mouth. And uh, yeah, I, I like them quite a bit. They are just off my list. And uh, I mean, if I was making this list a different day, they could have been, you know, uh, 10, 9, 8. They're, they're, they're definitely good. They're my, my 5 through 10 and my 10 through 15 could be interchangeable. So these are these are right up there. Good choice. All right, so my number nine, turtles. All right, my number nine is one that has a bit of an odd name. 
but it is the Ferrero Rocher. And that one had a really awesome taste with the uh, hazelnut and just the, the chocolate. And the crunch factor was actually pretty good with this, uh, with this little candy bar. It turned out really well. Uh, and I haven't really encountered too many candy bars that have in- incorporated uh, hazelnut mm. in- into it. So it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. And uh, yeah, I would say if I ever saw this one, I would definitely go for it. So I was starting to dig through the box of wrappers, trying to find the Ferrero Rocher wrapper. And then I realized it's all in the Ferrero Rocher box. Yeah, all the wrappers we put into the Ferrero Rocher box. Or is it Ferrero Rocher? Well done, Melissa. I like your uh, your intuition there, finding it. Yep, uh, good pick, Tim. Classic hazelnut. And that's my number nine, Ferrero Rocher. All right. So, York Peppermint Patty, admittedly a one-trick pony. Uh, it's an amazing trick, but... You know, it's just got the one flavor, I I will admit. Uh, Let's move on to another one that's in a similar boat. My number eight is the candy bar with the best caramel. Uh, Tim mentioned the uh, turtles, and turtles do have great caramel. But the best caramel candy bar is Rolo. Oh, man. Uh, The chocolate, I'm not going to say... It's the highest quality chocolate. Uh, if you took the chocolate off a, a Rolo, I don't know how, how I would rank it. But uh, the caramel inside is amazing. And the chocolate around it works so, so well with the caramel. Um, it's the perfect consistency. Uh, I love the little bites. that they're These little bite-sized ones. Um, yeah. I, if I want a caramel candy bar, this one I'm going to grab. A, a roll of Rolos. Okay, so you want to know what a Rolo tastes like? Go get a spoonful of sugar and stick it in your mouth. Or if you want the caramelized flavor, burn the sugar first and then stick it in your mouth. Because that's what a Rolo is. It's just it's just pure sugar. It's super sweet. You can't really taste anything. I guess I just have a more refined palate than you. Well, I would say that I'm going to have to agree with Brian on this one. The caramel that the Rolo has definitely is the best out of all the candy bars we tried. It's uh, and I like the fact that it's in little bite-sized rolls because mm-hmm. it's so rich that you can you can kind of decide how much you want to go with, and you don't have to uh, stop half a candy bar and wrap it back up. You can just eat as many little bites as you'd like, and then move on. No, I'm not going to debate that the the little bite-sized ideas is wonderful. It's just, it's so overpoweringly sweet. Uh, so you claim. Uh, so. I would say, by the way, that I have the more refined palate. If I can't handle all that sugar, okay, then that means that it is, it's just too much. My refined palate is overwhelmed by it. It's, it's too sensitive, and I, I can't, it can't handle. No, no, your palate can't distinguish flavors uh oh i can i can't taste the chocolate in the york i can't taste any flavor in the rollo that means you need to develop your your palate and how would i do that by eating more sugar it's worth a shot (laughs) 
So that is my third in a row Hershey's candy bar. And my favorite caramel, number eight, the Rolo. Okay, so I just realized that I made a mistake with my list. Uh, my number nine should have been my number eight. And the one I'm currently going to say right now should have been my number nine. It's Snickers Almonds. Yeah, so the turtles, I had said, they're what a Snickers aspires to be. Uh, Snickers Almonds, we're going to move that to be number nine. Turtles are number eight. Just bear that in mind. Uh, but my previous eight, now nine. Snickers Almonds, uh, I hadn't had a Snickers in years because all I could remember was that they were very, very chewy. And I liked, I liked the Snickers ice cream bars, but not the actual Snickers candy bar. Uh, but we had them. I dutifully, uh, put, put it in my mouth for this podcast. And I was surprised at how good it was, actually. And then we had the almond version, um, Snickers almonds. And somehow almonds just works even better than the, the peanuts do. Uh, I, I don't, I don't really care too much one way or another between peanuts or almonds, but I feel that almonds were just made for the Snickers candy bar. So that is my previously eight, now nine. Yeah, I'd have to agree that the, uh, Snickers almonds does tend to trump the regular Snickers bar. The almonds are the deciding factor and the fact that, uh, a candy bar that I had always enjoyed as a kid, just regular Snickers. Uh, if I had known that there were there, maybe they developed it after, or I don't know, not exactly sure mm-hmm. how long it's been around, but yeah, the Snickers with almonds is pretty amazing. Yeah, I completely agree. I like almonds better than peanuts, therefore, Snickers almonds is superior to regular Snickers. In fact, I'm gonna go ahead and get it out there. Uh, Snickers most overrated candy bar. It's a good candy bar, not at all a bad candy bar, but most overrated candy bar. Yeah, but I think for me, part of it was the surprise of it. Like I remember, I thought this would be kind of a a middle ground, perhaps a middle lower tier. You know, because you've got your 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 top ten, your greats, and then your kind of middle ranking. There, I mean, they're not bad, but they're not really good either they're just kind of there and then you've got your low awful ones which we'll get to but i I sort of thought snickers would fall in the middle and it wasn't i was so surprised at how good it is oh yeah no i mean uh regular old snickers most overrated snickers almonds uh underrated uh this this is another one in that probably 15-ish range that on on a different day could be in my top 10 one last thing about this too uh, something that, uh, this research pointed out to me was that I do not like nougat in a candy bar. That, it's a major turnoff for me, but it works somehow in a Snickers bar. So that is my number nine, previously eight, Snickers Almond. All right, and my number eight is probably going to be a bit of a surprise to you guys. The fact that I'm uh, putting it on my list, but it is Crackle. Wow, I am a little surprised. And just the uh, the Rice Krispie and the milk chocolate is it's just a really good combination. And it, it goes really well. And uh, it's even got wafers in it, too. 
So those those factored together are uh, go really well together. It doesn't have wafers in it. I'm looking at the wrapper now. Milk chocolate with crisped rice. No wafers. <laughs> well, I Speaking stand... Speaking of palates. I stand corrected. But still, I've ranked it my number eight because of the uh, just the crunch factor and the chocolate that's put together with it. It's the right size, too, and uh, the little bars uh, when you get them. I'm going to call this the little candy bar that could. Like, it seems so plain Jane, so ordinary. And yet, it's not bad. There's something about it that just makes you keep on coming back to it. Yeah, I've always really liked Crackle. This one ends up being uh, kind of middle of the road for me, but still solidly in the bars that I really like. And I will go ahead and say, for as much guff as I've given Nestle Crunch over the years, I actually did enjoy the Nestle Crunch as well. And I actually struggled for a minute on which to put higher. I will agree with you, Crackle is better. I think the chocolate is a little bit better, but... uh, Nestle Crunch does have the extra rice, makes it a little crunchier, and uh, that was close to putting it up there for me. They're they're both right next to each other. I, I I do enjoy both. Yeah. By the way, since we're on the topic, I prefer the Nestle Crunch because here's the thing: if you're eating a crackle or a or a Nestle Crunch, you're eating it because you want the the Rice Krispies, right? You're not eating it for the chocolate. You want the Rice Krispies covered in chocolate, and the crunch has more crunch to it than the crackle and so i mean just get the nestle crunch then i think anytime i'm eating a chocolate bar i'm mostly eating it for the chocolate i agree if i'm gonna have rice krispies i'm gonna go get a rice krispies bar (laughs) and not just add a little bit of chocolate and call it a nestle crunch they know what i mean i'm just saying like this one it did it it did crackle's job better is all i'm saying they're both good. Yeah, they're they're both pretty good. And that's my number eight, Crackle. All right, on to number seven. And it's the bar that I would have said before we started this, this little research project, I would have told you this was my favorite candy bar. I've been telling people it's my favorite for years. And it's it was not as good as I remembered. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's you, Twix. But uh, it's... It's not my number one, but it is my number seven. Still a great candy bar. Uh, So you've got chocolate, you've got caramel, and the best part, you've got cookie. That cookie part of Twix is possibly the best uh, ingredient is is not quite the right component. Possibly the best component in any candy bar. That, That cookie is so good. Uh, caramel is good. Um, it doesn't have uh, like the whole package together. It's not a real strong taste. It's not like a, uh, a Lindor truffle explode in your mouth kind of a taste. But, uh, I mean, it, it's still a great candy bar. Still one that I really enjoy. And, um, yeah, uh, I mean, this is one you can eat the individual parts. I've definitely done that and enjoyed uh, you know, you sort of suck off the chocolate, and then you chew off the caramel, and then the cookie sort of crumbles in your mouth. Also a great way to enjoy it. So, 
you guys can speak briefly about this one, but we're running out of time, so... <laughs> he knows I've got a few things to say. So, first of all, the cookie is stale, okay? It, it just lacks flavor. Uh, the caramel is really stu- sticky. It says on the wrapper it's luscious. It's not. It's just sticky. And that's that's really disappointing and, and, and false advertising. So shame on you, Twix. Uh, I think their their commercials are fun. A right Twix or a left tri- left Twix. You know that's that's great. Good job, guys. But but their candy bar is it doesn't add up. It, it doesn't um, match the expectations. I would have to say that it's probably an okay candy bar. It's nothing exceptional. I wouldn't put it anywhere high on any list. It doesn't go at the bottom of the list. It's kind of just kind of middle of the road candy yep. bar. Yep, middle tier. No, uh, the most I will give you is if if I could divorce myself from the nostalgia and from its previous status, possibly it would end up just outside the top ten. Maybe it's like a twelve or thirteen, and and something like Turtles would move on in its place, or Snickers almonds, but. Not uh, not going to say that today. My number seven candy bar, Twix. All right, Ryan, you can dig out this next one. Uh, this is a brand that I have been seeing pop up all over the store in Walmart, especially. And it's kinder. Brian held up a Three Musketeers, <laughs> and I quietly shushed him. Uh, hmm. No, it's Kinder Bueno uh, is the brand... Uh, that we sampled, and it's uh, a German chocolate, and you need to go ahead and find that wrapper so that I can remember exactly everything that was in it. And Nutella. Yeah. I think it had a little bit of nougat, too. So strike two for the, the nougat naysayers. Um, wafer. Yes. So any time that a candy bar has wafer, it's really hard for it to go wrong. And then you add Nutella and hazelnut and chocolate and and just a very, very light, airy instead of sticky, gross nougat. Oh, it's perfect. And so that's what this Kinder Bueno is. And it's delightful. It's, it's Germany in a chocolate bar, just about. I don't want to know what that means. I would say that it's an okay candy bar, but I think they try to incorporate too many ingredients into it. And because of that, I, it kind of struggles a little bit. But it's, I'd say, okay, but slightly above average. It's The Nutella is, is kind of unique. And I guess I forgot that this is another one that has hazelnut in it. Mm-hmm. So it, it works for me. Interesting. So this has too many ingredients, but Snickers... Does not. It's interesting. It's fine. Alright, so my number seven, all the way from Germany. Kinder Bueno. Alright. <clears throat> and my number seven is one that we like to hear of just just about every month, just because of the way it's named. And that's called Payday. Everybody likes Payday. <laughs> and I would say with this bar, they have done outstanding on the peanut flavor. And that's mostly what this candy bar is made of, but it's it's really good, and uh, they've got a good crunch to it, and uh, the caramel inside has been uh, incorporated well, and 
it's just got a good all-around flavor. Uh, anything with peanut, typically, or or almonds, or, or nuts, really, in general, on a candy bar goes pretty high for me. And they've done a really good job on this one. Yeah, I'll agree with you. This is a good one, a fine choice. It was my number 11. Uh, interesting. Uh, so out of 41, this one ends up at 35 for me. Uh, it's probably, it might be the lowest of the bars that I'll say I like. I do like it. Um, I'm just pretty much always looking for chocolate if I'm going to eat a candy bar. So, uh, it's fine. Uh, payday. Uh, it's, it's very pleasant. It's well put together. Uh, just not what I'm looking for. It's, it's not you. It's me, payday. So here's one of the things that I like about payday. Okay. So sometimes... You're wanting a candy bar, but you don't want to just completely eat sugary nothing and feel unhealthy. The payday is for you because it feels healthy. You're eating so many peanuts. It's not overly sweet. It's got a nice salty twinge when you first eat it. The caramel isn't sticky. Uh, And best of all, you feel like you get energy from this. I always feel like I do. Like there have been times where I was dragging and I had a payday and it was a real pick-me-up. Not so with other candy bars. Wanting to be healthy and still eating a candy bar. Come on. That's eat- like wanting to be healthy with your breakfast cereal. So you eat, I don't know, che- <laughs> Cheerios, Special K, something that you think is healthy but really isn't. Hey. I like, bet is payday the special K of candy bars. Shut up! I bet there are listeners who have felt just the way I do that they want they want a candy bar, but they don't want to feel fat afterwards either. The payday's for you. No, just don't eat a candy bar now, and in a couple days, eat a good candy bar, a, a really good candy bar, not not a an average candy bar. Right. So don't eat a Twix. That's right. Don't eat a Twix. All right, that was my number seven, Payday. Sweet. And I think it's time for our first crossover. And uh, it's the Butterfinger. Uh, One that I've always liked, but not one I would have penciled in as a favorite uh, until, uh, you know, eating this. The crunch is perfect. Uh, it's, It's a very unique consistency, and it's great. Uh, the... Um, the chocolate and the peanut butter, of course, is a great flavor combination. And uh, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. We also had the Fifth Avenue. It was one that I was really trying to track down because it's basically Hershey's version of the Butterfinger. And uh, it's also a very good candy bar. Uh, it tastes more real, you might almost say, than uh, a Butterfinger. Maybe the peanut butter is a little more peanut buttery. The chocolate is a little more chocolatey. Um, but it's all, I think it's all too crunchy. The Butterfinger has that sort of crunchy, flaky kind of thing going on. Fifth Avenue for me, a little too crunchy. And that just throws the whole thing off. Uh, so still a good candy bar. Fifth Avenue is, but not as good as the... More artificial, and for me, more original Butterfinger. I think we've already uh, discussed this one when it was on Tim's list, so we can wrap that one up. My number, what are we on, six? Butterfinger. My number six is what the York Peppermint Patty 
aspires to be, what it what it wishes it could be, but never will be. It's the Andes Mint. Again, found in restaurants everywhere, neatly little neat little packages, and you can uh, just pick one up for free instead of having to pay fifty cents or whatever for it. They always offer them free. Restaurants I've been to, and here's the thing: is it's the perfect proportion of chocolate to mint. Uh, this Good. is one I already knew was uh, probably going to make the top ten. It was the last candy bar we had tonight because you know you can't have you can't have mint before anything else. It'll just kill all the other flavors. But it's with the York, all you taste is mint. With the Andes, you have the chocolate and the mint. And usually, I prefer milk chocolate or dark chocolate to milk chocolate. Uh, this one though is milk chocolate. But it's so rich that it tastes dark. And I am not really sh- You just have to taste it for yourself. Uh, it's amazing. Plus, the wrapper is better, too. It's just so classy. I mean, uh, clearly, obviously, we're going for taste over wrapper. But uh, I just think that's an extra point in its favor. That they they knew how to design it for greater eye candy. Well, I've got to agree with Melissa that the... Uh... The combination of chocolate and mint has been perfectly achieved in this little candy bar. And they've just done an outstanding job. And I'd say it's probably uh, one of the better ones that uh, is a mint candy bar. So, good job. Yeah, great candy bar. You guys are so close to being right. My number is six. Andy's Mint. All right, and we've got our second crossover. And this is my number six, the Snickers Almond Bar. And just, I put in some comments earlier about it uh, beating out the regular Snickers Bar because that one's been been around for a while. But the fact that they've included Almond has really just won the day for me on between the two of them. Uh, I could have put them both together, but uh, I only wanted to put one of them on the list. So they both would have been up there for me so we've already elaborated enough on that one so that's my number six snickers almond awesome great bar my number five is another one that we just had tonight and it's long been a favorite long been a special one because uh it's not one you see normally when you're checking out of the grocery store it's uh, one that I always like to pick up when we went to Hershey World. Uh, we would visit uh, up in uh, Pennsylvania, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, uh, where my dad's family is from uh, nearby. And uh, we'd go over to Hershey, go to their... Uh, it's not really a factory. They have factories there, I think, in Hershey. But uh, this is a tourist, uh, kind of an educational thing show how they make the candy bars and uh, some historical uh, museum type things as well. And then you get to the end, and of course, it's a big candy shop, and you can buy any Hershey's bar. And I would like to pick up uh, the Hershey's Symphony Bar, which is uh, the one that I... There's a few different ones, uh, but the one that I like is milk chocolate, uh, almonds, and toffee chips. And uh, it's... I would compare it to a Toblerone. It is uh, pretty similar, 
Um, but it's a little bit chocolatier than the Toblerone, I think. And uh, it's it's just really great. I, I, I love almonds, love toffee. Uh, Heath didn't quite make my list, but Heath uh, is another one of those one-trick pony candy bars that's uh, top 15 one for me. Uh, I do really like toffee, and uh, this is, let me double check, pretty sure this is my favorite. Um, yeah, this is just about my favorite uh, chocolate toffee bar. And uh, yeah, a good amount of, of toffee and almonds in with the chocolate uh, to where it's not, uh, you know, like a payday situation where, you know, you got too much nuts or anything like that going on. So, or like a Snickers where it's, you know, maybe a little too overstuffed uh, in proportion to the chocolate. Just a, a really nice candy bar. Very classy. Really like that Hershey Symphony. Uh, you guys, I believe tonight was the first time you had one. So give me, give me some thoughts. Well, this one's my number 16, and I will agree with you. It is better than Toblerone. Uh, one thing that uh, researching for this episode did was it knocked down my opinion of Toblerone. Before, I would have said, oh, yeah, it's a great, outstanding candy bar, luscious chocolate. Uh, and it's it's okay. I mean, it's, it's got smooth chocolate, but I think that the Symphony Bar has more evenly spaced toffee crunch. And the toffee isn't quite so sticky either. So it just does what the Toblerone does, but better. But yeah, it's a good one. It's uh, it's a little more, it's upper middle tier. Yeah, I would agree that it's a pretty good candy bar. And I was glad that uh, we got introduced to it. And uh, I'm, uh, I guess I don't recall it from my visit to Hershey's, mm. uh, the the Hershey, uh, Hershey Park, and just going through the park and then getting to the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Side note on that, the one time I've been, it rained, and we ended up making other plans, so we didn't even linger to go through the candy stores. No. It's got a really elegant uh, wrapper. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys liked that one. That is my number five. We're in the top five now. These are these are very solid. Uh, this is a very solid tier for me. Six through ten, ten through fifteen, a little bit loosey-goosey. Top five. Pretty solid. Mine, Hershey Symphony. All top ten of mine are really solid. Uh, so not, my number five is a not quite, kind of, sort of crossover with you guys. Uh, so Fifth Avenue is not at all my crossover. number five. However, I put a slash Butterfinger. No. Because Ooh. they're pretty choose, similar. Choose, choose. I like the Fifth Avenue better, but it's stinking hard to find. I know. Here's the thing. Butterfinger wouldn't have cracked the top ten if it wasn't so hard to find the Fifth Avenue. Uh, I know. I know. And it could just... I I was telling everybody all the time this was my favorite. Um, It's a quick situation all over. (laughs) So... I think it could be that we just got a really stale Butterfinger because I do still love Butterfinger a lot. Um, but I felt that the Fifth Avenue was just so much richer and melt in your mouth, fall apart. And and uh, it's the kind of candy bar that you just want to snuggle into the couch with. And, uh, you know, on a rainy night... 
while uh, while you're watching TV and you just you curl up in your blanket and you're eating a Fifth Avenue. But we only found this at a a CVS after we checked store after store, uh, which you might say, well, CVS, those are everywhere. Yeah, but like this was the only place that we found it. So it, I don't know, they're not really, really easy to hand. They're not at just any gas station and uh, I don't go to CVS hardly at all. So I guess I'll have to make a trip more often then. I agree it's a pretty good candy bar, but I wouldn't, it's not top 10 worthy for me and I wouldn't even put it in in the top 15 either. I think it can make it into the the top 30. Yeah, I can't believe you turned your back on Butterfinger. I really thought Butterfinger was going to be a three-way crossover. So It is. It is. Nope. nope. Butterfinger still, is not even in your top 10. I'll still Fifth Avenue is your number 5. I'll still always eat a Butterfinger if that's what there is. And if I'm really craving that chocolate and crunch, and I can't find a Fifth Avenue, a Butterfinger will do just fine. But here's the thing. Fifth Avenue is what Butterfinger is going to be when after it dies and goes to heaven. When it gets a glorified body, it's going to turn into a Fifth Avenue. No. So that's my number five. Fifth Avenue. Didn't plan it that way. The numbers just, you know, it matched up. It was ordained. Glorified. All right. I believe that this is our third crossover coming up. And this is one that we also had tonight. And Melissa's already talked about. And my number five is Andy's Mint. And I agree with Melissa that this chocolate has been put together just right with the mint. And uh, each time that I eat it, it's like a cool, refreshing chocolate. I mean, you cannot go wrong with Andy's Mint. And I won't add too much more, just being as it's a crossover. But yeah, good job, Melissa. And good job, Tim. <laughs> I see. And that's my number five, Andy's Mint. All right. My number four is going to be a little bit of a surprise because I laid a little bit of a trap for you, but roll back the tape. And I never actually said that I liked Symphony better than Toblerone. Number four, Toblerone. Haha. You fell for my verbal trap. Trixie. Yes. Uh, so the Symphony is a little bit chocolatier than the Toblerone because the Toblerone has honey in the chocolate. And I wasn't sure what I thought about that. Obviously, I liked it, but I wasn't sure if it, how I'd rank it. But that's it's just a really unique uh, flavor. The Swiss chocolate, superb. Uh, the, the crunchy bits, uh, the toffee and the nuts uh, in the Toblerone, also very good. And I, I mean, you guys saw me. I had I had a, a piece of Symphony, and then I had a Toblerone, and then I had a piece of Symphony, and then I had a piece of Toblerone, and then a piece of Symphony. Just trying to decide which one was better. I'm gonna have to come down on the side of Toblerone. Uh, it's still for me what I think of when I think of fancy chocolate. Obviously, you can buy it at Walmart. It's not that fancy, but uh, this is my fancy chocolate. And it's still something that I like to get for a special occasion or for scientific research. I, we kind of already talked about it. Do you guys have anything to add with Toblerone? Actually, I like this one better than Symphony as well. Okay. They're, they're both pretty close, but uh, Toblerone won out for me. So 
I agree with you on this one. Uh, Toblerone's pretty high. Nice. Very good. Well, that's my number four, Toblerone. All right, so my number four is a... It's one that I knew was going to make the top ten. Automatically. Instant usher in. Uh, you know, roll out the red carpet. It's Reese's Cups. Chocolate and peanut butter. It's really hard to improve on that. And I love the the uh, the bites we were talking about with Rolo, how they're bite size. These are bite size. Now, obviously, they've gotten the the huge ones that you can just dive into. They're so big. They're like a swimming pool. Uh, and that's pretty glorious, too. Uh, you can't ever... I mean, you can't go wrong with a Reese's peanut butter cup. It fits for every occasion. Uh, it's it's casual, and yet it also feels elegant. And I'll never say no to one of these. And I mean, anytime you see like Easter candy or Halloween candy, these definitely you know. There's always some stuff where you're like, okay, this stuff we can we can kind of get rid of. I don't think we're gonna eat these. We don't need to waste the calories on. And then others you're like greedily hoarding and hoping nobody else saw that they were in the pile. That's what, yeah, that's what a Reese's cup is for me. I agree. Reese's cups are are pretty amazing. The, the peanut butter and the chocolate just really work well together. Uh, it's, it's an amazing uh, candy bar all around. And Reese's is always going to be top notch just with that candy bar by itself. Yep. Yep. Classic candy bar. Great flavor combo, chocolate and peanut butter. My number four, Reese's Cups. All right. This is one that I guess it's my my duty to introduce all the cross or most of the crossovers this evening. I think this is our fourth <laughs> crossover. If I'm not mistaken. It is the Lindor Milk Chocolate Truffle Bar. And I have to agree with Melissa on the wording of it. The silky smooth chocolate center is just amazing as you're biting into it and it just pours into your mouth. It's it's a pretty amazing uh, candy bar and just the way they've put it together. And uh, I'm not going to elaborate more than what Melissa put into it, but uh, it's I guess it's my role to introduce all the crossovers because you guys already picked all the ones that I'm going to have further up my list. My number four, Lindor Milk Chocolate Truffle Bar. That's all right. I'm here to have another crossover. I think we're going to have a couple more here in our top few. And uh, my number three, I don't know if it's Kinder or Kinder. If it's German, I'm going to say it's probably Kinder, like Kindergarten. Kinder Bueno. Wow. And yeah, uh, you're right. The hazelnut and the Nutella is amazing. Oh, I'm trying to remember which one Tim mentioned earlier. Oh, Ferrero Rocher, Ferrero Rocher, uh, as being a really good uh, hazelnut candy bar. It is. It's a classic hazelnut candy bar or a candy sphere uh, or candy ball. <laughs> but uh, I like Kinder Bueno a little bit better. And uh, of the, uh, I'll go ahead and say this is my favorite new candy bar uh, that we had for this list. Uh, for the research that we did, uh, really like this one. Uh, picked one up at the uh, so I was eating lunch with a friend at a restaurant that's also attached to a grocery store, a Mediterranean grocery store and restaurant, and uh, they had one of these there in the uh, the store. So I picked one up and shared it with him. He really liked it. 
Uh, so, Evan, if you're listening, glad you also liked the Kinder Bueno. And uh, yeah, uh, if you like Nutella, uh, this one you got to check out. Yeah, so I'm pretty astounded that you liked this that much. I mean, you didn't really seem blown away when we sampled it. You were like, yeah, that's a nice candy bar. Instead of, yes, this is, you know, a top five. Yeah. Um, I mean, part of it might have been me trying to keep some surprises for you guys. And part of it might have been, um, you know, having it that second time uh, really solidified where where it should be. I, I guess uh, I'm trying to remember what all you mentioned about it, but it's got that wafer in it. I really like those crispy wafers. Uh, so you've got the, the crunchy and the smooth together. So the 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 consistencies really work for me the flavors work well it's unique um i i think a complaint you get with american candy bars and most of the ones on our list are are american so obviously we we enjoy them but a complaint people make is that the chocolate is less chocolatey or it's less real it's more fake tasting if you if you eat uh, say chocolate from from switzerland or germany or something and I can't disagree with that 100% um, because of uh, stuff like the Kinder Bueno, where the ingredients just really top-notch. Yeah, I will say there were some candy bars where I'd eat them and I was like, yeah, that that's not chocolate on the outside. That's candy coating. Uh, but yeah, good good choice, my dear. I'm, I'm proud of you. So that's my number three, Kinder Bueno. All right, my number three is a crossover with Brian. Uh, I think it was your number 10, Reese's Sticks. What is this doing so low on your list, Brian? These are amazing. They're all good. Oh, they're so incredible. So uh, take everything that I said about the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and then add the light, airy texture of a wafer, which just makes everything better. And... I I mean, even after a, a few of the Reese's peanut butter cups, I'm like, okay, give me a give me a five or ten minute break, you know, before I go back to those. These, no, I'll eat them nonstop. I'll eat the Reese's re, uh, sticks. Almost said Reese's Twix. That'd be an abomination. <laughs> um, Reese's sticks. I could I could just shovel those down. They're amazing. Yeah, I've got to agree that the Reese's sticks are probably some of the best that Reese's has come up with. So, good job, Melissa. Good, good selection. My number three, Reese's Sticks. All right, I've got another crossover with Brian, and this is Toblerone. Ooh. So, this is a candy bar that I'd never heard of before, before starting this uh, really? research awesome. experiment. And so I'm really grateful to mm-hmm. Brian and Melissa introducing me to the Toblerone. And it's something I'll be looking for in stores from, from here on out. And it's just, it's a well put together candy bar. And I think they did a really good job of it. So yes, my number three, Toblerone. Excellent. My number two, another crossover, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Uh, I agree that the Reese's sticks are amazing, but I don't think you can beat the original and I mean the the small ones like you were referring to that you get in in Easter time uh, bags, little bite sized ones, or the larger flatter ones, uh, both really work for me. And uh, that Reese's peanut butter, 
Oh, man. That's amazing. You know you can buy jars of Reese's peanut butter, right? Oh, honey, don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just imagine a, I don't know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich with Reese's peanut butter or a, a peanut butter cookie made with Reese's peanut butter. Tim just gained 15 pounds hearing those statements. <laughs> uh, it's it's great peanut butter. And, uh, I mean, it's Hershey's chocolate and peanut butter. I guess it's the one trick pony like we were talking about, but it's what a just trick. about the pinnacle of of uh candy bars i mean this I, I would have said this was my number two uh back when i thought twix was my favorite it's still my number two it's it's just uh it's it's perfection it's amazing let's go shopping <laughs> all right so my number two so that's my number two reese's peanut butter cup okay sorry my number two was the biggest knockdown surprise for me uh, I mean, in addition to Butterfinger not making the top 10, this one, it was a candy bar I'd never had before. It was the whatchamacallit, and it just blew me out of the water. It was absolutely, absolutely incredible. So it's chocolate, peanut-flavored crisp. You've got the wafer again, and caramel. So... Uh, it's got what what kind of makes the Snickers work, but it's got what the what makes the Reese's work as well. All blended together. I'm not a big caramel fan, uh, but I love it in this. Surprise, surprise! I'm gonna go ahead and chime in too because that is my number two. Ah, awesome, what? Tim. Sorry. Yeah. So I think this one had the here. Let me finish uh, gushing about it a little bit, and then you can talk. So I think this had the best crunch of all the candy bars. Uh, and I mean, it's just the blending of peanut flavor and caramel and chocolate is absolutely beautiful. You cannot get better than this, where you taste all three and none of them subvert or dominate the others. Uh, it's not crazy sweet, so I feel like I can eat and eat and eat it, and that's what you want in a candy bar. Yeah, interesting that you mentioned that because I have eaten a whole whatchamacallit. I, so you guys have had a third of one oh, when we are doing the research. I have had a whole one, and at that point, it does get to be too much for me. Uh, and that maybe is what dropped it a little bit. This ends up being like my number uh, 11, 12. And not quite as good as Reese's Sticks, uh, if we're talking about kind of that uh, crispy wafer. Um, it is really good. It's, it's close for me, but if you, you can eat, you can overeat. No, you just need some milk to wash it down with. Anyway, Tim, tell me more about why you love it. I thought it was pretty amazing. It was a, it was a shock to me to find uh, a candy bar I'd never heard before. Here we go. Uh, Another candy bar, just like that I've never heard before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, just, uh, it was a complete surprise to be able to bite into it and, and think, wow. Whatchamacallit, you've outdone yourself. Mm -hmm. And if I had to boil it down to two words, top notch. Well, and see, I'd heard of a whatchamacallit before, but kind of in the back of my mind, I always thought it was kind of going to be a lower middle tier. Sort of uh, maybe in kind of like the, I don't know, uh, kind of like a Mr. Good Bar or, or a, 
a Heath or something like that. Just kind of middle, lower tier. Fine. It's a candy bar, but not that great. Yeah, it was a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting something big out of it. And then to bite into it and figure out, wow, we've got something that's going to make it into the top, not just the top 10, but the top three. So good job on uh, on whatchamacallit. Thank you once again, Brian. Yes, good has been done here. Our number two, mine and Tim's, whatchamacallit. All right, so could this be the rare, much sought after, triple crossover number one? No. Oh, Melissa already has a crossover with a lower number. Well, Tim and I might, might at least cross over with number one, Kit Kat. What? Neither of you have Kit Kat on your list? Heresy! Duh. Terrible! Come on, this is 12. It's good, but not uh, number one. Tim? Tim! Uh, I have Kit Kat sitting just outside the top 10. Tim! It's an honorable mention. No, Tim. You were you were wanting to go out and buy another one right after we ate it. You were wanting more. I can't believe you. Well, listeners, you're going to have to back me up on this one. I've always liked Kit Kat, but I didn't know how much I liked it until I started tasting candy bars with a renewed intellectual vigor. And you see the chocolate and the crispy wafers are delicious. Uh, The chocolate, amazing. Uh, It's just so good, just the chocolate. And then the crispy wafers, I mean, that... I think I said earlier that the cookie in the Twix is the best single part of any candy bar. I guess I'm wrong. I guess it has to be the Kit Kat crispy wafers. Uh, there's nothing else that that really compares for crunch, for feel in your mouth as you chew it, for taste. This is the clear number one. I would have to agree with you on on how good it is, and I'm gonna have to apologize to the listeners. Because this is one that I had lost on the list, and I guess I had thought Crackle was in there, and I will remove that and replace it with Kit Kat, because Kit Kat was indeed supposed to be in the top ten, and Crackle was not. And it was something I had just misplaced on my list. The heavens have opened, (laughs) the angels are singing, Kit Kat, Kit Kat, Kit Kat. My only regret is that I did not get a video of Brian just now that we could post in the comments for you guys. He was... I've never seen him so euphoric. So, here's the thing with Kit Kat. It's it's very basic. It's chocolate mm-hmm. and wafer. Mm-hmm. And it does it supremely well. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's so good at what it does. But it's just a little too simple. It's... It's a, uh, it's, it's like Jeeves, okay? Uh, Jeeves the butler, he's, he's got a lowly station, but he does his job amazingly well, okay? But he's never gonna rise to the rank of royalty, okay? He's gonna stay in his station. He He could if he wanted to, but he's gonna stay in his station of butler. Number one, as the best. No, no. Jeeves is the best. You heard it here, folks. No. Kit Kat is the Jeeves of the candy world. The the butler, the the servant the to the greats. The the humble appearing yet superior in every way. 
Kit Kat, my number one. Well, if he does, if he is a servant, then he's serving pretty well to my palate. And uh, last shall be first, and uh, the servant shall be the greatest of all, etc. <laughs> okay, whatever. Number one, Kit Kat. Maybe not the best analogy I could have made. It was the best. It was the Jeeves of analogies. Well spoken, Melissa. <laughs> all right, so my number one is a crossover with Tim. And if you guys know me at all, do you want to guess what it could be? Oh, please tell me that you know me better than that, Brian. Uh, I thought you already did these. I don't know. Uh, I don't see any really girly ones left that you didn't already put on your list. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> like the Lindor truffle. <laughs> It's the Ferrero Rocher. Oh, Come on, how yep. can you not know? Because it's the box holding the candy wrapper, so it I didn't see it. Yes, the other girly candy. <laughs> yes, my mistake. This this is the king, the monarch of all the candy bars. It's so glorious. It takes the Lindor truffle and glorifies it. It's what Lindor Truffle wants to be when it dies and goes to heaven and has a resurrected Just, they're body. They're both circles, okay. but other than that, they're nothing alike. They ha- they both have that that silky interior. Uh, only this one's also got a hazelnut in there, and then the hazelnut uh, milk chocolate coating on the outside. Oh, man. And if you get the dark chocolate Ferrero Rocher for me, you have won a friend for life, let me tell you. Uh, that is that is one way to my heart. Uh, dark chocolate Ferrero Rocher. But the milk chocolate is still very good just by itself. We only had the milk chocolate for this, this test. And the fact that it beat out all the other candy bars speaks volumes. Well, I see that the two of you have something really uncommon. And that's the fact that you're always looking for wrappers and ignoring the huge box right in front of you. Yeah, it's very nice. Uh, so, I don't see the comparison with Lindor Truffles, except that they're both circles. I mean, in that case, I guess you could compare it to a yo-yo. They have sil- they have silky interiors. The yo-yo has a silky interior, but shut up. The Frere Rocher also has a hazelnut inside. Um, so, uh, yeah, these are very good, just not as good as the Kinder Bueno. They're a little too hazelnutty. Not as Nutella-y as the Kinder Bueno. Oh, I didn't even talk about the Nutella. Oh, yeah. What a glorious, glorious flavor. Can't go wrong with that. I don't think Ferrero Rocher have uh, Nutella, I'm afraid to say. Yeah, it's just chocolate, cream, well, hazelnut. Nutella no is, Nutella. Nutella is chocolate and hazelnut. That's what it is. It's, it's a chocolate hazelnut spread it's not just you take a, a piece of chocolate and you take a hazelnut and boom you have copyright everybody knows nutella everybody knows that when you say nutella you have cho- you you mean that you have a chocolate and hazelnut blend okay i love this so much that it's become one of my favorite cheesecakes to make i have a ferrero rocher cheesecake i'm actually in the middle of making one right now uh, and I'm going to make it for our church's uh, cake auction coming up because it's that amazing. You can't go wrong with a Ferrero Rocher cake. I think you know as much about Nutella as the people that call it Nutella. 
I think we're gonna have to do some editing to cover up the sounds of me me uh disrespecting you. Anyway, was there anything you wanted to say, Tim? No, I would say that uh, it's a pretty good candy bar, but not worthy of the uh, of the top five. So, well, Humphrey Bogart to both of you, okay? <laughs> My number one, the Ferrero Rocher. Parade Rainers. My number one has already been mentioned by both of you, and it's on both your lists. And uh, this one is the Reese's Sticks. Whoa! And this is the one that shoots all the way to the top. Is that our only three-way crossover? Wow. It might be our only three-way crossover. And when Melissa said it's amazing, I had to agree with her. I mean, it's... It's light and it's airy, and I agree with her also on the fact that you could just keep uh, eating these over and over and over. Uh, granted, uh, with uh, spaced out with milk, but yeah, the Reese's sticks are our final crossover, and I think we've I think we almost had ten crossovers for this this whole list. So I think uh, our tastes are are fairly close. Yes, which makes arguing over the slight deviations that much more fun. So, my number one, Reese's Sticks. Yeah, so you listeners, you can know for sure, like, the ones that are crossovers between us all, those truly are the best of the best candy bars. No, because Kit Kat was not a crossover, so. Well, Tim's saying that he, That's he right. posthumously. Tim did, Tim did add it on later, so maybe you have, maybe you have a, a little something there. That was a mistake that I had, a. Uh apologize for to our listeners for adding crackle when it should have been kit kat all right good list everybody let's do some quick honorable mentions and we'll head to the feedback so for me uh if we're gonna go 11 12 13 14 15 uh we're going uh, 11 is whatchamacallit 12 is turtles 13 is heath 14 andy's snap bar 15 snickers Almond, uh, if we want to go down to a new one that nobody mentioned, Almond Joy, I think didn't get any love, and it really should. It's a delicious candy bar. I love coconut. Okay, so my number 11 was the Payday, number 12, Kit Kat. There you go, my dear. Okay. Uh, 13, Regular Snickers, uh, 14, Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Wow. Uh, we had that tonight. I was surprised how good it was. It, it kind of tastes like a triple stuffed Oreo. Uh, you know, you've had the double stuff, you know, where it's got a lot of the white frosting. This felt like they had a little too much extra frosting. Needs a little more cookie, but otherwise it's very pleasant. And then my 15 was Toffee Fay, which is basically the poor man's Ferrero Rocher. All right. My uh, honorable mentions were the peanut butter cup. And then right after that would have been the Reese's Fast Break, which was not mentioned previously, but Reese's is probably, uh, with their peanut concoctions, uh, pretty high on my list. And then you've got the uh, cookies and cream uh, bar that that Hershey's has. So that one's a, a pretty top one for me. And then Turtles would have been my final honorable mention. Nice. All solid choices. All right. Let's do some quick feedback because uh, we've been saving it up for a few episodes. We've had some some special episodes, etc. Let's do some quick ones. So 
uh animated shows i did think of a couple least favorites uh family guy i don't really find that funny south park also don't find that funny uh, i haven't seen much of either of them but uh, i'll put those as my least favorite animated shows so that's some feedback from me uh, then we got some feedback from joshua torrance uh, he said that uh, uh, he said he w- he thanked us for our excellent podcast again, and uh, he gave a link to some of his fiction uh, that he's posted online, and uh, so we'll have to check that out. Uh, he said he usually blogs on Facebook, um, and then uh, he's been trying to keep up with his write everyday goal. Still not one hundred percent. But he's getting better. Oh, so good to hear from you, Joshua. Uh, then, by the way, Josh, I have read some of your stuff on Facebook. It's pretty good. Keep it up. Nice. I will check it out, Joshua. Then uh, we heard from my cousin David that uh, my favorite cousin David that we've heard from previously, and I think I'm just gonna have to read it. Uh, you always do. I'm just gonna have to read it. Parenthetical, to be imagined coming ho- coming from me wearing polka dot boxers and high dress socks and loafers with socks suspenders. End parenthetical. You dern kids and your hippity hoppity music. I just spent my whole lunch break trying to decipher what exactly a rapster is. I still have no idea because even the Urban Dictionary was confused. No mention of an outbreak of harpoon accidents or of anyone dying of natural causes in a harpsichord factory. At this point, I'm not sure. I even want to know what a rapster is. Because I feel like there's a good chance I will regret it. Somehow I listened to this whole episode through just to hear what the next guy slash gal, animal, vegetable, mineral, had tragically lost their life to that had harp in the name. Wait, was this released on April Fools? Have I been trolled by my own cousin's podcast? I will likely not sleep tonight due to TTO-related stress. I hope you two are happy. We are. Also, tell Zach that next time he is on, he has to use a zany voice so I can tell when it's Brian talking and when it's Zach. Regrettably yours, Cousin David. P.S. Ren and Stimpy for life. So, thank you, Cousin David. Always good to hear from you. Then, uh, from our friend Randall, he listened to our episode that we did with Zach. He said, glad we humored him and enjoyed Samurai Jack. And uh, he really agreed with Batman the Animated Series, asked if we had watched Superman the Animated Series, and offered to let us borrow that on DVD. Uh, I've seen a few of them, and I didn't think it was as good as Justice League or Batman the Animated Series, so I don't know if we'll ever get around to it. Um, But thanks for that recommendation, Randall. Uh, He also loves One Punch Man. Uh, He's not sure if it's one of his favorite animes, but it is great. And uh, we have enjoyed watching further... One Punch Man, I believe we're all caught up at this point, uh, partway through Season 2, which is is releasing right now. And uh, One Punch Man, still great. Then, last bit of feedback. Uh, my brother Zach, he said uh, he accidentally referred to our sister, Megan Hutt. Accidentally said Megan Kozer. Of course, that's her maiden name. And still hasn't broken that habit. Uh, but neither Melissa and I, or I caught him. So that made him feel better. And then he said he did mess up the wording of the Palpatine quote. He apologizes. He is a big Star Wars fan, so I know that really rent his spirit. Kept him awake at night. Yep. So, thank you to all of you who sent in feedback. We love hearing from you guys. So, uh, go ahead. Go right now. Open up your 
your web browser, open up your email client. TTO at coser.us is our email address, tto.coser.us slash 110. You can go to the show notes for this episode. We're going to have a picture of all our candy bar wrappers. Uh, we might have a couple other things up on there. I don't remember if we promised something else would be there. Uh, but uh, leave a comment. Tell us what candy bar we missed. Tell us what we were wrong about, what we were right about. And uh, yeah, look, looking forward to hearing from you guys as always. Last thing that we're going to do before we move on is the people's choice. And I always want to do this, and I always forget. So we rarely do this, but it's always interesting to know what kind of the general population thinks of the topic. So are you guys ready to hear the top 10 best-selling candy bar brands in the world? Let's see if there's any crossovers with ours. Number 10, Hershey Bar, Plain Jane Hershey Bar. Number 9, O. Henry. This is one that we wanted to get to, did not get to try. We tried so hard. We looked everywhere for it. Yeah, so eventually we'll have to try this one. Oh, Henry, uh, Clark Bar was another one that I wanted to try, and the Wonka Chocolate Bar. Now, I'm looking at the, the description for it, though, and it says margarine and caramel. Margarine. Oh, not selling me on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it tastes buttery. So, uh, who knows what's in these other candy bars that we like. I didn't look too closely at the ingredients. Except for the Symphony Bar. Refreshingly low uh, ingredient list. There's only a few ingredients. So that that must mean it's high quality, right? Right. Number eight, M&M's, which I believe we disqualified from this list. Uh, Melissa made up some rules about what a bar was and why uh, Ferrero Rocher counted as a bar but m&ms didn't count as a bar we had to have some standards somewhere okay we had to draw the line somewhere yeah my line was it has chocolate in it but melissa's line was uh it can't be m&ms but it can be for a rocher so that's number eight m&ms uh which are quite good Uh, i think uh go ahead what's your favorite m&m version i'm gonna say probably peanuts for me dark chocolate peanut yeah I'd probably have to say uh, the uh, the peanut butter and mm-hmm. chocolate combination is probably my favorite. Yeah, peanut butter for me is also up there. Crispy yeah. as well. Uh, the Almond as well. The mint, the chocolate mint, those are good. Yeah, too much mint. Not something I thought I'd say tonight. Number seven, Baby Ruth. No, heck no. This one's pretty low for me. Uh, we can get to this after the stinger. Number six, Three Musketeers. I think we're going to get to that one, too. Number five, Butterfinger. Yeah. It's a popular one. Number four, Milky Way. Uh, I think, uh, for me, average run-of-the-mill. It's the last Easter candy gets eaten. Yeah. Pretty average to me. Yeah. Number three, Kit Kat. Number two, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. Number one, anybody? Snickers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Snickers. Snickers is the most is the best-selling candy bar in the world. Uh, that's an all right list, everybody. You could do better. You can do better. Work on that. Uh, get the Kit Kat up a little higher. Get some more candy bars uh, up on that list. Get Three Musketeers off. Get a Fifth Avenue in there. And we'll talk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's the the uh, people's choice. The people being the world. Best-selling candy bars in the world. Always like to do that. Guys, any closing thoughts? 
Well, Tim wants to do top 10 donuts next, and I don't think I'm ready for that. That was mostly uh, uh, kidding, uh, because I know y'all are uh, endeavoring to live healthy lives and uh, (laughs) uh, long lives, so embarking on all this uh, sugar craze is just a uh, a temporary affliction that you're going through for the sake of research. And for I com- the listeners. I commend you all for that. I detect a slight bit of sarcasm, but I thank you. Uh, yeah, donuts someday, not our next episode. Our next episode is going to be a our first revisit, and it's going to be some more returning guests. Look for that in a couple weeks. Tim, thanks for coming back on. Yeah. This was this was the perfect list to have you on. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it and I'm glad that you included me on this uh this uh labor of love as it were for chocolate. Yes, yes. Here here. And until next time, I'm Brian Kozer. I'm Melissa Kozer. I'm Tim Benzel. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. Time for our least favorites, and we'll go in reverse order. So, Tim, you want to hit us with your your least one or two or three favorite candy bars? All right. I've got three on this list, and they're in no particular order because they're all equally pretty bad. But the Zero candy bar had a really terrible aftertaste. And then you have Coconut Long Boys, which aspired to be a candy bar but was mostly torture, having to bite through and chew through it, as it's just super chewy, and you you couldn't get past any of that. And they had also included uh, not not too much flavor elsewhere, so just really a flat candy bar. And finally, uh, this may be popular for other people, but the Tootsie Roll chocolate was, uh, was pretty gross, and not anything that I would wish on other people. Oh, see, I mean, it's my 34 out of 41, so it's not a favorite, but I like Tootsie Rolls, or as our friend Sebastian likes to say, Tootsie Rolls. All right, so I had five that made my uh, bad mentions, as it were, and here they are going from bad to worse. The Milky Way, the caramel is plastic, okay? There's just... They they didn't even put caramel in there. They put plastic in there. They're cutting costs. Uh, Baby Ruth, it smells like paint. And smell is a big factor in taste. And so you feel like you're eating paint. Again, like Tim said, the Zero Bar. Which of your coworkers recommended that? Colton. Colton, you've got bad taste, okay? I'm sorry. And you're a nice, like, you're a likable person. And you're a great guy. But... Come on, man. The zero bar truly is zero. Uh, it's that almond aftertaste. Ugh, almond extract. Horrible. Then I'll agree with Tim about the coconut long boys. Okay, here's what I wrote down about it, okay? So that you guys can avoid it. Thick, sticky, unappetizing, ugly, congealed, and the coconut's barely there. It's called coconut long boys, and you can't hardly even taste the coconut. Good grief. And then. Tootsie Roll. Okay, so that's the that's the worst of them all. Why is this 
Why was this a candy bar? I mean, it's bad enough you've got the little little rolls, but then someone had the awful idea to make it into this big, awful long bar. It had weird flavors. It's unchewable. It took forever to suck down, and then it stuck horribly to your teeth, and it was just, ugh. All these things you're complaining about are just, that's just what you get with taffy. If you don't like taffy, that's fine, but... You've been warned. It's just chocolate taffy. I don't, I don't see what the big deal is here. I'd have to add that uh, when you get through the suckers and you're enjoying that flavor and then you get to the end and it's Tootsie Roll, that is a major letdown. That's when you throw the rest into the trash. Uh, I really like those uh, Tootsie Roll suckers. We loved those growing up. That was a prime road trip snack. Amazing. Uh, raspberry and then orange and maybe cherry or grape. Oh, man. Those are great. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for reminding me about those. Those are good. All right. So of the 41 that we had, there's, I would say, uh, six that I would say I don't like and I would not eat. And we'll go in reverse order. I'll do them quick. Toffee Fay. Uh, taste all right. But the 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 aftertaste um, is not very good. The hazelnut almost tastes like matzipan, no. which I'm not a big fan of. Yes. Uh, so not a fan of Toffee Fay. Then the Zero Bar is a little bit worse. Uh, the white chocolate's okay. The nougat's fine, uh, but bad aftertaste, and it's too firm of a candy bar. Then a little bit worse than that, the Baby Ruth. Um, uh, the peanuts are just a little much, and it's just a poor man's Snickers. Um, then a little bit worse than that, Three Musketeers. I knew I hated them, and I was still disappointed. This was Lindsay's favorite candy bar growing up. My sister Lindsay might still be her favorite. I hope not. Not a good candy bar. I think Hershey's Cookies and Cream uh, was Megan, uh, another sister's, favorite growing up, or one of her favorites. And that one was actually pretty good. Uh, I liked that one better than I remembered. Uh, a little bit worse than Three Musketeers, Hershey's Gold Peanuts and Pretzels. Oh, that was one of the better ones uh, in no. the middle tier. The texture is good, but the taste was like this weird, salty, sour, sweet... It's not chocolate, so that's a mark against it right off, and uh, it's just, I think they are trying to throw in all the stuff that wasn't chocolate, just left over in their, in their factory, and it, it does not work. But I agree. Thank you. But, worst of all, Coconut Longboys, Chalky Coconut Silt. Not good. Okay, so I uh, should have done my uh, six least favorite, too, because I didn't mention Three Musketeers, and you're right, that thing is nasty. Uh, my tongue recoiled when it touched the whipped, fluffy, <laughs> whatever it is. It's it's not even nougat. It's chocolate-covered, tasteless gunk. 